<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to a weekend bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. I'm Brian McCullough. Satish Jayachandran is the head of hardware at Waymo. Before that, he led the self-driving team at Tesla, so he was in charge of autopilot. And his job change from Tesla to Waymo made headlines at the time. Today, Satish gives us a history lesson on Waymo, tells us what the future holds for self-driving tech generally, and most importantly for me, answers a question I've always had. Why go full autonomy? Why go the full bore? If you can give me the ability to let the car drive itself on highways, then why not give that to me now? Why try to solve 100% of the problem if you can already solve 95% of it? Well, it turns out that Waymo learned early on that you can't do autonomy in half measures. You have to do full autonomy or you do nothing. Very interesting conversation. Thank you, Satish. Let's, let's start with sort of a history lesson because I feel like, you know, to the degree that you can be a professor on this, um, I feel like, um, the, the, the history of Waymo is not very well known. Um, and you don't have to go super deep on this, but can you just in broad strokes tell me how the project that became Waymo began? I, I, it started in the X lab, right? Around, uh, 2009. Yeah, so the project has a roots in the DARPA Grand uh, Challenge days. A lot of our core members did come from there. So it, it was the ideation was was inspiration from that project on, and it started in 2009-2010 timeframe, and we have progressed since then. Uh, we were part of uh, Google um, back then. Then then we moved on to the Google X umbrella. Then we have graduated since in 2017. To Waymo, uh, right. so it's been a progression for a while. So for the first seven, like eight, ten years, we've been part of uh, the Google umbrella. Yeah. Um, very early on, uh, the Waymo, now Waymo, but the, the project you you guys started designing its own sensors in house. I think around like uh, twenty eleven and. My understanding of that is that it was basically because there wasn't anything on the market that could deliver the capability that that uh, was felt was necessary for a car to be fully driverless. Is that right? That's that's very true. Yeah, we started the development back in in-house in 2011. Before that, we we did look at the market pretty widely and see what's available in the market, and we did try a lot of these sensors before deciding to do the work in-house. Pretty much the industry was focused on getting the safety features out, like emergency braking kind of features out, and most of the sensors were tuned to it. But we had pivoted to focus on L4 capabilities, and there was a huge gap between what the industry was offering us and what our needs were. Yeah, was so that... that was the main reason why... In fact... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. That was the main reason back in 2011 we brought it in-house, yeah. 
Well, so what I was going to say is it was that sort of you guys had greater ambitions than anybody at the time where again, like it, it's, it's automatic braking and it's maybe like, you know, advanced cruise control or something, but it's basically maybe at the time, um, the team was, was thinking more ambitious than anybody else in the market was. Yeah, our goals were much wider. We really wanted to make the the roads really safe, and it was yes, you are absolutely right. We we are much more ambitious project than where the industry was. Yeah. Um, I believe that Waymo basically designs the entire sensor suite, like the hardware, the software, the computing, like the full stack. It, it's it's all in house to this day. Is that is that true? That's true. Yeah. And is uh, that is that because it, is that because your technology is better or or no one's caught up or like again like if 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 it's you know back in the day they couldn't take anything off the shelf is it because the, the no one's been able to basically provide you sort of those off the shelf tools that that would be useful. Yeah, I think over the course of the years we've driven close to 10 million miles and over these Miles, we've learned a lot of requirements and uh, and experienced a lot of user scenarios that has kept on fueling our improvements on the sensors and compute and so on. And that has primarily fueled our iterations over the years. And the second phase is like the industry has, like I said, nobody has driven as many miles as we've done. The industry doesn't have the full know-how of what is really needed to do these kind of work, and there's still some areas of gaps between the industry and what we do at Waymo. We are always at the forefront of what is needed going on. So, for example, like uh, our short lines LiDAR, when we put it in the market, and we didn't have a product which was able to look 360 degrees and and had a 95-degree vertical field of view that can detect anything next to your tire all the way up. We didn't have it, so we had to go to the drawing board and come up with a sensor like this. Um, and another example is our radar. When when we when the industry is still focusing on highway driving, we added to develop a custom high sensor 360 degree radar to work in urban environments when it's challenging when you go through huge buildings, tunnels, uh, clutter on the road, and all the stuff. So our radars are specifically tuned to work in the urban space. So those are some examples where we have uh, pushed the technology to to suit the L4 needs and urban driving. Um, you, you've already sort of described it a bit, but again, this is sort of like a, a, a deeper dive show where we're, we're talking about, um, you know, autonomous, uh, vehicles all the time on the show, but, you know, and, and we're using terms like LIDAR and, and things like that, but can you describe for me, um, like not the not the secret sauce, but the overall like what Waymo's technological package is like the lidar, the vision system, the radar system. Like how do they all tie together? So yes, yeah, so our three pillars of our sensing system are the lidar, the radars, and the camera. And the lidars, I think we have uh, three types of lidars in the system today. Uh, one is a medium range radar, a lidar, which is three sixty degree and a short-range uh, LiDAR system, which are many of them around the car to give uh, close-in sensing. And we have a long-range uh, LiDAR, which provides very f- long-range detection at very far distances, uh, so we, where we can see like certain stuff on the road much earlier than 
what a medium uh, range LiDAR could do. The combination of these three give an unparalleled 360-degree field of view, both close to the car and very far away from the car. So we're able to paint pretty much a picture around the car, which helps our upper-level software to detect certain things very reliably and also provide velocity and range to that objects. Yeah. So that's why our LiDAR system is very unique, because we're able to merge all three systems to give a full 360-degree field of view. Similarly, on the radar system, we do have multiple radars on the car, and they are seamlessly able to provide a full 360-degree uh, sensing of the real world. So uh, similarly, our cameras are, have, have high dynamic range, uh, and their resolving power is much greater than what we have, what we've seen in the industry. And they're able to provide the focus in all temperature ranges. So when we combine all our three main pillars, the perception system and the AI on top of our hardware is able to get a full 360-degree view of what's around the car. And it, it's getting the information from multiple domains. Um, modality is what I think I can say that, because it's coming from the LiDAR space, it's getting from the RF space and radar, it's coming, getting it from the visual space in the camera. So that, that uniqueness of fusing the data is like pretty awesome for the upper level software. Yeah. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. Not only is Bluehost Cloud our fastest web hosting available, but it's also built for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. The Election Ride Home is a daily podcast devoted just to the 2020 elections. Every day at 5 p.m., journalist and This American Life contributor Chris Higgins brings you the latest news from the campaign trail. Who's up? Who's down? What issues are getting traction? And what do the polls say? Someone is going to challenge Donald Trump for the White House. And every day in 15 jam-packed minutes, the election ride home helps track who that person might end up being. Search your podcast app and subscribe to the Election Ride Home podcast. Miro is a visual collaboration platform that gives your team more clarity through comprehensive functionalities that work together with your existing tool sets to make any sprint ritual, whether it be a stand-up estimation, sprint planning, or retrospective, more efficient, clear, and ultimately more productive. When I did the AI resume project, I wanted it done fast and dirty. I used a remote team, and so I used Miro to keep everything on track. Miro helps ensure your team has the context they need before devoting time and resources to get the work done. With Miro, planning team tasks is smoother and gives everyone a clear sense of mission for every sprint. Plan sprints with ease using Miro's planner widget. Connect your team's Jira or Azure instance to your Miro board to visualize and filter tasks by sprint week, status, epic, and team. Normally, mapping dependencies just links one ticket to another, but Miro has visual representations on which tasks are dependent on others. Filter by a critical level, team, and more. Streamline your estimation ritual and quickly check if your team is over or under capacity to help them be more realistic and grounded on the team's capabilities, size, etc. Whether you work in product design, engineering, UX, agile, or marketing, bring your team together on Miro. 
Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at Miro.com. That's three free boards at Miro.com. So that is that sort of holistic thing is like is what makes your system different than what others do. Like, are are you just more the whole package, or like what what differentiates what Waymo system does than what other systems are trying to do? Yeah, there's the technology definitely. There's a differentiation in technology. We are in our uh, uh, third generation the hardware suite, which is custom developed for L4 systems. So we have a lot of learnings from the previous generation. And the uniqueness to Waymo is like we have hardware engineers and software engineers working together in the same space, and there's no siloing between them. So we're able to get real-time feedback, what's working, what's not working. We also have our own data accumulation and operations where we get a lot of information from what scenarios happen in the world. So based this know-how of finding the requirements, what is really needed for L4, and driving the technology through multiple generations of development has kept way more ahead of everyone. And we'll keep on going ahead as we try more miles and we expand and so on. Uh, so those are some of the advantages of uh, Waymo. I would say our technology, the people collaboration between our hardware and software, our uh, experience over the years. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to come back to um, sort of like y- your secret sauce in a second, but like my my general understanding is that it's sort of like when we come to think of autonomous systems like you can be 95% of the way there you can be 98% of the way there and actually this is what we're going to get into now this idea of like you know safety and 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 things like that um but my understanding is is that like it's sort of like a you know a hockey stick sort of graph like so that last one percent or that last one tenth of one percent or one one hundredth of one percent in terms of like what the systems are capable of it, it gets progressively harder and harder is is that am, am i am i uh off on that estimation of like what the challenge is uh for for your system we are not different from any other technology curve as you get closer and closer to the market or the customer acceptance it gets challenging and uh, challenging so we are not different from that aspect uh, but we we have a unique advantage that, that we have more than a billion miles in simulation and 10 million miles in driving. So that adds more information and increases our confidence towards that. Yeah. Let me um, – I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, this anecdote that I found uh, uh, researching before we spoke that, that your CEO shared at, at IAA Frankfurt recently. Um, it's a story about how in, in 2013, Google ran an experiment where – um, they gave semi-autonomous technology to a handful of employees that had long highway commutes. Do you know this story? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so, uh, well. yeah. right, right, right. So basically they say, this is early on, this is before you become Waymo, they, and they give the technology to the employees and they say, pay attention, keep your eyes on the road at all times, uh, you can take your hands off the wheel, but you got to be alert. So then, um, uh, it, f- finish the story for me. Uh, tell me, tell me what you, what what happened when that happened. That was a huge learning experience. We said, hey, when if we keep the human in the loop, we still are at, at, at a position where they take it. As we progress the technology until we are hundred and 
100% sure we cannot bring the human in the loop. Because because that, what happened a huge learning curve. What happened was is they were still being watched by cameras and they didn't follow the rules. Essentially they were they were, you know, putting on makeup, texting, falling asleep even. Um so as you're saying that 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 was a huge huge lesson uh, to 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 the project. Yeah, so diverse, so that's when we pivoted from drivers assist kind of feature to like L4's uh, uh, driving. Um, that's the pivot because uh, human in the loop, people start to, we realized people started to build confidence after so many hours or uh, miles in their car. They start to build confidence that they get distracted and they do other stuff. Even though we clearly told them, you need to have your hands on the steering and focus on the road. But it showed us a weakness in the human behavior where People after people, different people have different confidence level, but it's easy to get your confidence of humans. Okay, and you, you described that as a pivot. That's why I, I was so glad that I found this anecdote because th- this is something that, again, as a, a layperson in this field, like I'm always like, well, they want to they want to get you know uh, driving in Manhattan, right? They want to get driving in, in snowstorms, right? But if if they can give me now um, uh, the ability to be on the highway and have like some super cruise control or something, well, why can't they just give that to me now? But what you're saying is, is that by running that experiment, Waymo, it was, this was before it was Waymo, but the, the project had to pivot because they knew that humans instinct humans would naturally trust the technology more than they could so it was almost like you can't do level two you have to go all the way to level four or nothing as am i am i being too grandiose in describing it that way you're exactly right yeah that was our high level takeaway so that essentially you have to go all the way or nothing because any half measures will 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 be unsafe and 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 won't work you have to go all the way or nothing yeah you put it right away the scenario in the world is different right different cities different weather conditions and people behave differently so you cannot predict everything you need to build a system which to handle everything by itself or, or you might risk the human behavior. You cannot say, I'm good at 98% and 2%. You need to always pay attention to get in. So, yeah, you well summarized it. How's, how's Waymo One doing? And I'm not asking for any like updates or press releases or anything, but are you pleased with, uh, the, the progress of, of that project? Yeah, it's been a great beginning for us. Uh, uh, it's a good learning experience for uh, Waymo and the team. And the customers also have been very enthusiastic. I mean, we have a crowd where they're so passionate about this technology and making the road safer. We're getting very valuable and very critical feedback. And it's so far, it's been a very great start. Is there um, any new technology coming down the pike that you're excited about, like the, the, the future of sensing for self-driving, like beyond things that, again, we've talked about, like LiDAR and radar and, and the vision systems. Is, is there something new that might like um, uh, push push things to the next level? Uh, we are seeing trends within the same uh, LiDAR, radar, camera speeds. The technology is slightly deviating from one another, so there are some pros and cons of those. So we are in constant evaluation and playing around with these technologies. Also, from Waymo's side, we focus a lot in um, expanding throughout the world. So we focus a lot on weather condition, different driving conditions, like you mentioned, New York. 
driving in New York in certain months, weeks, it's challenging. So we've, our focus has been driving the technology towards making our sensors more uh, reliable and useful in those conditions. So that's that's our been our future uh, kind of stuff. Keep an eye on what the industry is doing and what the emerging technologies are, and push forward our expansion. Here.